Hello race fans, welcome to Disc Golf Daily. The Pro Tour has begun. Today is Monday, February 26th. We are the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf growth and news in just 10 minutes. If you find something interesting, share it with a friend. Now smash that volume button, because here we go. The Chess.com Invitational presented by Discraft is in the books. Congratulations to Evelina Salonen and Anthony Barella. It's kind of crazy. We are one event in, and we have Evelina, who has not won since pre-COVID, and Anthony Barella, who gets his first Pro Tour victory ever. This is going to be an exciting season. Stay tuned for some quick hits. Anthony Barella said, It's just unbelievable. I've been waiting my whole life for this, and all the losses are worth it now. Evelina Salonen said, Thank you to my friends and family who have always believed in me. There have been times when I didn't believe in me. Thank you to them for believing. Some true emotions were shown, and uh, yeah, the Pro Tour matters. It's really fun to watch. My pros on the event. Overall, PDGA Live worked. It got me all the stats I could want and even improved on some stuff. Seeing the distance to pin was awesome. Someday it will just be assumed, but right now we should appreciate the extra effort that the volunteers are putting in to get us this information. I love it. Thank you. Also, seeing the average putt distance and total distance putting was a really interesting stat. For example, Evelina having a very short total putting distance and having her be near the top after day two told me her driver, as usual, was really working. I'd like to go back to 2021, I think it was 2021 Tour Championship, and see how many feet of putting Drew Gibson had that year when he hit three 75-footers and a few other big putts, like 400 feet of putting. Evelina had 96. That'll be a fun new stat for Statman to reference as we get more data. Also, seeing shots gained driving and shots gained putting made me happy. I did not expect that. Well done. However, seeing shots gained broken down into shots gained in C1X, C1X and Seam 2 seemed a little too much, but I will admit I did look into the numbers and seeing Matt Oram gain over three strokes in C1X and give one back in C2 just made me scratch my head. Uh, Matty O had a good day and lost ground in Circle 2. That's one of his strengths, isn't it? Anyway, being able to pause the action was awesome. Although it did time out for me a couple of times and I lost my spot. Maybe I should watch what I eat before the tournament starts. I loved the commentary. No need to debate it. They did great. Val, Terry, Philo, Kenny, and Ian, thank you all very, very much. There were some cons. PDJ Live and PDGA.com uh, were both a bit slow at times, uh, even stopping for some time on Saturday. I look forward to this getting worked out, but definitely understand that this is a really tough this is really tough to test at scale. Yeah, disc golf is that big now, which is actually a great thing. It's the reason this podcast exists. We talk about how big it's getting. Not everyone had stats kept for their card. This needs to happen. If you want to watch the action up close, sign up to staff a DGPT event near you at dgpt.com. Until every card has stats, more volunteers are needed. Payouts were not posted quickly. DGPT standings were not posted quickly. 
stats were not on DGPT.com. They should be. And the Pro Tour says they will be. Hopefully soon. My final con, just because we didn't understand it, is the trophy. If they'd explained it, I'd be all good with it. So I had to reach out to Matt Graham, who uh, was happy enough to reply to me during his podcast. And he said that the chessboard will be engraved with their name. And it is actually a trophy that stays at Olympus. And then they will get a separate trophy mailed to them after the event. I presume engraved with their name and the name of the event. So here's a chess.com trivia question. What do Paul Macbeth, Simon Lazat, James Proctor, Isaac Robinson, Ezra Robinson, Chris Dickerson, Andrew Presnell, Luke Sampson, Sullivan Tipton, and Evan Scott all have in common? The answer, they all beat Calvin Heimberg by one and finished tied for 35th. There is some serious parity and depth in the men's field. You heard all of that right. Unless you didn't, but I can't help that. If you have a tour card in 2025, you are a very good disc golfer. Like, insanely good. Like, you could win any given weekend good. Disc golf is legit. With all the huge changes this offseason, a new opening event, a new stats platform, a new broadcast platform, a new Q series, I'd have to give the start of the tour a solid A. DGPT, DGN, PDGA, Statmando, you all exceeded my expectations. I can't wait for the next one. Our number two story of the day, Krokal Disc Golf in Sigurud, Norway, is UDISC's number one course in the world. They were number two last year and moved to number one this year. On a side note, Maple Hill maintains its number one status in the USA. So there's that. People from 22 countries came to play Krokal this year. Krokal was born of a longing for a course that felt less cramped, especially with the tremendous growth of the sport in the 2010s and early 2020s. Like we've heard many times before, it was created on land that used to be a traditional golf course. In some ways, I'm really happy traditional golf is on a general decline. It means our sport can take over these courses and make some truly magical places to throw discs. Thanks, ball golf. Keep charging a lot and taking a long time to play. We will happily take over. This is a long technical course, and I can't wait to use it as an excuse to visit Norway someday. Congratulations to the entire team. The number one course in the world, Krokal Disc Golf Course. Our number three story of the day, the Saskatchewan Today is has put out an, an article talking about how the Pro Tour is looking to put a Q-Series event in Canada, maybe in their town. This is a disc golf story in a newspaper. They're talking about the Pro Tour bringing basically a minor league event to the town, and it's newsworthy. Yes, disc golf has made it that far. Just that fact alone is significant. Thanks, Saskatchewan Today. I hope you get that Q-Series. And we close our news with the Braha Spring Disc Golf Course being named for Tom Monroe. The course hosted Pro Worlds in 83 and 93. According to LaVon Wolf, another Hall of Famer, quote, 
Tom is the single most influential person in the history and development and progression of our sport. Tom told LaVon, Every person I met, I wanted to leave them with a smile. On the course, even in the heat of battle and world championship competition, he would play to the crowd trying to make people laugh or smile. He would take risky shots just because. And making sure everyone was smiling meant more to him than actually winning. That sounds a little bit like someone that we all love. Thank you, Tom. And special thanks to the city of Huntsville for making sure you are remembered. Let's close the episode with some quick hit stats. Circle one in regulation, I think, was the most important stat of the weekend. Anthony Barella, 24 out of 54. He hit 24 circle one greens in regulation. Aaron uh, Aaron Gossage and Ricky Wysocki, they both hit 22 out of 54. The difference is two. Anthony, Anthony beat Ricky by one and Aaron by two. I think that says all of that's all all we need to say right there. Uh, on the women's side, Evelina hit 50% circle one in regulation. Henna and Ella both hit 23 out of 54. So Evelina beat them by four. She won by five or six. It's all right there. If you can get circle one in regulation, you're getting your birdies and you're gaining strokes. Projected payout 91,000. Anthony's projected to get 10,000. Evelina's projected to get 6250. Congratulations on being the PDGA cash leaders for the time being. There was another A tier this weekend at the Victoria Open. Mason, Mar- Mason Marshbanks bested Freddie Mesa, and Des Redding held off Lauren Butler to win the Victoria Open. And we'll close out by saying that Eagle McMahon, Casey White, and Alden Harris had the fastest growing YouTube channels. Casey White reveals what his favorite disc golf shoes are. That is worth checking out if you care about what Casey White's disc golf shoes are. That's it for us. Have a great day. Throw them straight. Hit the thin gap. And as always, if you have any news, comments, or thoughts, feel free to email us at discgolfdaily.com at aol.com.